Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show, where we bring you simple tips and techniques from around the globe to help practical people deal with extraordinary experiences. And now, your favorite scientist, shaman, and sacred clown, and also the show's host, Janine Bolin. Welcome to the Practical Mystic Show. I'm Janine Bolin, and today we're talking about the 10 steps to abundance, how to be a habitual saver, how to be more mindful with money so that you can live an abundant lifestyle. You can ditch debt and you can save money at the same time. Today is step eight, and we're talking about the flow of money. So you've been working on these steps to abundance. I happen to have on my website a free course called the 10 Steps to Abundance that in the show notes below, you can go ahead and access it. But let's move on with the flow of money and make the assumption that you've been working through these steps, and now you have a vision for your why. You have a vision board, or you've set goals for yourself, you're saving money, and you're digging yourself out of debt at the same time, and you have a sense of purpose on why you're doing this. You know what kind of lifestyle you're moving toward. You may not be there yet, but you've started tracking your expenses. You're watching how your money is moving in and out of your life. And now comes the time to pull all this together. Okay. So what you do is that you finally get a perspective now about the flow of money. It's time for you to put that flow of money into a proper perspective for your mindful life that you're wanting to live so that you can get the lifestyle you've always dreamed of. One reason money may not have been working well for you is due to the ignorance that you have on how it flows in and out of your life. Now, don't worry. This is not something that they teach about in school. It's as important as the law of attraction and the flow of money. These are the basic principles that most folks, they just don't give a thought about it until their money issues reach a point that literally kind of reach up and bite them in the backside. But this is the thing. Most people say, Janine, I know exactly how money flows. Money flows in a very linear sort of way. I get my paycheck or I get money and I end up putting it into my checking account and it flows out. Usually, I don't have enough money. I have more money month, then I have money, right? It's very linear. I put it into my account and it just flows right out. Well, I hate to tell you this, but money is not linear. It does not move like a stream from the mountains to the plains downhill, okay? It is actually circular. Money moves in a huge circle. It's so large, in fact, that most of us don't even comprehend the size of the circle until we are actively engaged in making that circle move faster for us. Okay, so here's how it works. The flow of money is split into three very large sections, and they move around our lives in a curved path. The first curve is the living arm of money. This is the path most of us know about intimately. It is where all our expenses are located, and it usually takes up about 110% of our income. Yep, we spend beyond our means when we're living that way and in this category. Then there's the arm of savings, the saving arm of money. This is the least known path by Americans. We really stink at saving money. However, the Chinese and the Japanese so have us beat in this area. When I went to China and was teaching these principles, they know how to save money. Whereas the U.S. population, only 2% of the population saves money. And all I can say is, yikes, you know, that's kind of crazy. The giving arm of money is the third element. And this is actually well done by Americans. We are a very giving country. The Canadians and the Brits are too. But the reason we don't benefit like we could by this movement of money is due to our inconsistency in our giving. We donate here, we donate there, we donate everywhere. We're very sporadic. This does not help keep the flow of money moving. We need to be consistent here. So, Know that money must move. 
when you have money that comes into your life, you live on some of it, you save some of it, and you give some of it. So when I was teaching in China and Japan about the 60-40 principle and how the money moves, I found that they weren't as much philanthropic, but they were very good at saving. Whereas when I was in England, when I spoke to people in Australia or Canada, I found they were very giving, very philanthropic, but they weren't very good at saving. (laughs) So it depends on your cultural context as to what you're able to do and what your culture kind of dictates as far as your financial education and how you move. So to get money moving in your life, you need to have cash flowing in all three areas, living, saving, and giving, okay? And you need to be doing this at the same time. That is why it's important possible to pay off your debt first, then save money. Oh my gosh, I wish I could tell you the number of times I've had to argue with my clients who were really adamant about, no, 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 I'm going to pay down my debt, then I'll start saving money. And I'm like, you can't do that. You have to pay down your debt and save money at the same time. Otherwise, when those unexpected expenses that happen every month hit you, you have money in your savings account. And so that's what we're going to be talking about in the next episode, which is the 60-40 principle, is how you go about doing that. But right now, let's just talk about how money flows. And that is, you have the living part of money, where you're living on that cash. You also have savings accounts that you need to have access to and moving through, and you also need to give money away. If these three elements are all being handled at the same time, money will move through your life and you will start to accumulate money and you will start to become what they call a habitual saver or a wealth accumulator. Eventually, you do this long enough and you will become financially stable and then you will become financially independent just by working a very simple system like this. So you must save money and pay off your debt at the same time. And we're going to talk about how you go about doing that. Well, now that you know how money flows, you'll be able to use this knowledge to funnel your cash into areas of your life that will bring you a good return. This step, step number eight, the flow of money, deals with the actual mechanics, the details of how you go about making that happen. Now, one last little thing. I want to tell you a little story. When I lived in southern Missouri, And we had first moved there in the 1970s. And it was the first time in my life I ever saw how you worked a manual pump. Now, most of these pumps operate 33 feet or above. The water table has to be pretty close to the surface to use them this way. But I actually saw an old pump and I was watching one of the old farmers take a bucket of water and fill up this pump. And then he started pumping. And I asked him, I said, what are you doing? He goes, rule number one, when you work a manual pump is as you start pumping the water, as you put the bucket underneath the spout and you always fill the bucket up before you do anything else with the water that's coming out of the pump. And I said, why is that? He goes, because when the next person comes along, they have to have that water in that bucket so that it can fill up and prime the pump. I had never seen anything work like that in my life. It's a very old metaphor, but most of the people of the Depression era and the children of the 50s knew about the mindset of priming the pump. If you don't have a savings account that you habitually put money into, you're not priming your pump. You're not filling the bucket in reserve so that you can keep money flowing through your life. We're going to talk about this in the next episode in step nine of the 10 steps to abundance, which is the 60-40 principle. We'll talk about how you do this on your current 
cash flow. So I look forward to talking to you again on the Practical Mystic Show as we discuss the issues of money, as we discuss how to go about being mindful of your money and how you go about increasing your cash flow so that you can live a life with purpose, so that you can record that song, so you can create that album, so you can start your own business, so you can create a side hack, so you can build that art that you've always wanted to build for yourself. We're going to keep working through these 10 steps of abundance. If you want, stop by my website. The link is below in the show notes and you can sign up for the 10 steps of abundance for free. And I look forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Have a great day. This has been the Practical Mystic Show with Janine Bolin. For show notes, resources, and more, visit the eightgates.com. Thanks for listening.